0: Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. Been about a month since I recorded, which has made a mockery of the title of this podcast. Um and I'm sorry about that and rather than uh, bore you with details or apologies beyond that, just please accept my sincere apologies and let's get into the comics. Um I'm very excited by this uh This episode's comic. It didn't happen this week, but it did happen during the time I was not able to record. And it's one of my favorite Heathcliff comics of all time. I should also apologize, by the way. Uh, I don't know how much of the sound leak is going to get onto this uh, uh, podcast, but there is a very large party going on outside because uh, Colombia has beaten Poland in the World Cup, which is great. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled by it. My neighbors are very thrilled by it. Uh, and they are letting the world know. I, um, I like soccer. I like, or, or football as it is more properly called. I like it. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for my neighbors. I'm not a big party guy as evidenced by the fact that I record a podcast about, Heathcliff. So I'm not at those parties, but, uh, I don't have to be cause <laughs> they're real, real loud outside. And again, like, I think that's cool. I, um, I, I, I'm not saying any of this to be like, eh, I wish those guys would be quiet because no, they're happy. And it's not like, it's like four in the morning, it's five thirty on a Sunday. You should, Li- be so lucky to live in a country and a neighborhood where people go outside and, like, whoop and holler and maybe have a couple drinks at 5.30 on a Sunday afternoon. Um, which is to say, I'm very lucky, and I live in a really nice neighborhood. And I want to talk to you about Heathcliff's neighborhood. Because I don't understand it. Maybe it's best if you uh, go to... Um, the comic in question or not, but uh, I'm going to describe the comic for this week. As always, you can find it on go Comics website. Um, so, uh, it's the comic for June 4th, 2018. Here we go. In the center of the panel is a store... That sells fish. We know it's a fish store because uh, uh, you know it's a, a low building with a uh, sort of canopy over the door. Uh, above the canopy is a sign that says "fish," and also on uh, the window um, of the of the building. And it's a corner lot, so hey, good job getting that one, um, fish salesman, uh, uh, on the window is also the word fish, so good for him. He's got a fish store. It's on the corner. To the left of uh, to, of the panel, uh, I guess fish right, is a gum store. It's a store that sells gum. We can tell it's a store that sells gum because uh, the same applies. It is a one-story building with a canopy over the doorway, uh, and above the canopy is a sign that says gum. And on the window is a sign that says gum. There, uh, is, is a sidewalk in front of these two establishments. And they're kind of cheated. Uh, they're receding into the distance. So fish store is at the center. Gum store is to its left in the panel. And there's a, re- it's a sort of receding line that they're, they're going down. Fish store, by the way, is orange with a red awning. Gum store is, uh, pinkish with a purplish awning um fish store sign is white with blue letters and gum store sign is white with red letters now what else is going on here so we've established that there's a fish store there's a gum store they're in a city we can tell there's a city because there's a city behind them um five-ish large buildings all rectangular sort of um skyscraper look uh and 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 there's a sky you know blue sky above them uh here's something very interesting i just noticed about this panel so the fish store represents sort of the, uh, like I said, it's on a corner lot, right? So, like, there's a street going down the street, and then there's a street that intersects it, and that sort of uh, street runs towards the city behind the fish store. The, Gallagher drew enough of this panel to imply that there are other shops to sort of the far panel right, like, we can see the very corner of a building. The city is only behind the fish store. And what that means is, to the fish store's right, there's just an empty space. a void. You never see this in a city. In fact, you never see this anywhere, because what happens is you see gum store, fish store, corner, then the street that abuts the fish store, and then when that street sort of ends or meets, you know, the natural point in the panel where it would intersect something else, there's just nothing there. Just a blue plane, which I guess indicates the sky, but the sky would be meeting the earth about 15 feet away from the fish store. So this is a very... Very curved earth these gentlemen are standing on. And I say these gentlemen because I should now uh, describe the characters. Now I've sort of described the setting. In In the panel, there are three characters. There's Heathcliff and two guys. There's the fish store owner and there's the gum store owner fish store owner is standing in front of his fish store. He's looking towards the sky, and he's angry. We can tell he's angry. His brow is furrowed. He's got his hands on his hips, sort of in that anger pose. He's, um, he's an older gentleman. We can see that his hair is white. He's got a white mustache. He's wearing green pants that are sort of striped or checkered yellow shoes uh blue um uh smock i guess a white colored shirt and under the white collared shirt some sort of black undershirt and for some reason the artist made an effort to draw i guess that would be the type of thing that keeps fish goop off of your arms um He's wearing a also like I think it's a pork pie hat. It's one of those like flat yellow hats with a brim that has uh, like a band around it. And it's like jauntily on his head, which is good. You know, like nobody wants a uh, food service employee who's just going to let his hair fall into the fish. So good on that guy. And he's angry, like I said. Standing next to him to his right, panel left, is the gum store owner. He's standing in front of the gum store. And both these guys are standing in front of their respective stores on the sidewalk. Gum store owner, like the fish uh, fish store owner, is wearing yellow shoes. He's wearing blue pants, a green smock. So there's, there's a color reversal here, but these guys are very clearly coordinated in some fashion. Fish store guy wearing green pants and a blue smock gum store guy wearing a smock at all. For some reason, um, is wearing a green smock and blue pants. Um, and then he has a white collared shirt, but no black undershirt because he's not getting covered in fish sauce or whatever. Gum store guy also has a mustache. It's dark. Um, he has, uh, we can see sort of the shading of dark hair, uh, but he's bald otherwise. So he's probably younger than fish store guy by a good bit. But they, these two guys, I want to know more about them. Because they, they, they work next door to each other. One sells gum, one sells fish. So I'm sure they don't get a lot of the same traffic. Um, but they're highly coordinated in terms of their uh, dress. And that's fascinating to me. Gum store guy is also looking to the sky. It's now that I'm going to point out that Heathcliff lives in a country uh, that can sustain economically a gum store. That there is a business model to just selling gum. And I think that's great. I think, I'm so glad that the gum store guy Gets to live his dream of selling gum. Right now, I mentioned that there's a third character in this panel, and it's Heathcliff. Obviously, it's Heathcliff. Cartoon's called Heathcliff. Heathcliff is what the two gentlemen are staring at. One in anger, one in passivity. The fish store guy is angry. The gum store guy is passive. I do feel compelled to mention that for whatever reason, Peter Gallagher drew the gum store guy so that his hands were under his smock. Like, right in front of his groin. I choose not to make an issue of this, except that there's no way you don't see that. And in a cartoon that has... This many deliberate choices in it. It's hard not to see that as a choice. But, you know, I'm going to ignore it beyond that. So, Heathcliff is the object of the attention of these two gentlemen. Like I said, they were looking towards the sky... That's because that's where Heathcliff is. He's in the upper right corner of the panel. And he is floating. His back is to us. um, More or less. He's sort of at like two-thirds back to us. We can see his nose, but not his eyes. We can see his tail is straight out. His feet are sort of... Bicycling in the air I guess He's got a fish Under one arm And he's got he's, a, a bubble That he's blown in a, in a green bubble Coming out of his mouth Now presumably That's a gum bubble So now we see the source of the anger In the fish guy Heathcliff has stolen a fish and is using gum to make a getaway. The gum store guy doesn't seem particularly perturbed, which kind of a dick move. I mean, I don't think Heathcliff paid for the gum, you know? If he's stealing fish, fish is more expensive than gum. But still, you got to figure that the margins on a gum store are such that he's probably selling pretty expensive gum in the first place. So... Heathcliff has stolen the gum, too. I mean, He's also a cat. He doesn't have money. Heathcliff, having stolen the gum, has used the gum to steal a fish, and is now floating away. It seems a bit of an unnecessary move on his part, because he could just run away. But, okay, he's floating away. The gum store guy's mouth is ajar And therefore it is he who is providing the caption to the panel the caption is Sour Apple has good lift So the gum store guy, I guess Is not unfamiliar with the idea of flying using gum And that brings up a lot of interesting questions like for example do people regularly go into his gum store buy gum blow a bubble and fly away if so is there a minimum age at which you can need to be to buy the gum because you certainly wouldn't want children just floating away they'd float much higher than adults anyway other other questions you know spring to mind like is this how this gum store can stay in business? It sells magic gum? Because it doesn't say magic gum. It just says gum. So then, the next question, are we in a world where gum just does that? In which case, the fish guy doesn't really get to be mad because he's opened up his store next to the gum guy. though the fish guy is older. So maybe the gum guy moved in after him. Open up the store, and now the fish guy just has this constant stream of cats coming in uh, with gum in their mouth, grabbing a fish, blowing a bubble, and amscraying. It seems complicated. It seems very complicated. But if you want to keep it simple, the image of Heathcliff floating away Fish under his arm, bubble recently blown, carried aloft by the trade winds. It's one of my favorite images in this. It's one of my favorite images I've ever seen. It's surrealist poetry. And it makes me really happy. And, um... You know. I think that's good for this week. So thanks for listening. Again, I'm sorry that it was a little while um, between episodes. Hopefully that won't happen again. Um, As always... Uh, Don't rate or review this on iTunes, please, or Apple Podcasts, or whatever you use to get your podcasts. People at the end of their podcasts always say, this is a way to help out the podcast. It might be, but a podcast isn't a real thing. (laughs) If you want to help me, you'll just tell me, without a middleman, uh, what you think of it, and I'd love to hear that. Um. And if you don't, that's also cool uh, But if you do, uh, you can email me At uh, yourpalgarbageape At gmail.com And uh, again, hopefully It won't be quite so long Between episodes I hope you guys are great Have a great week